Hello and welcome to another episode of Healing Through Pain, a podcast dedicated to the mission of walking people towards healing and health. In each new episode, we will discuss how to show up well for the responsibilities and opportunities that life sends our way. Here is your host, Stephanie West, a licensed practicing counselor in the state of Michigan, a teacher, and a professor who lives her life at the intersection of mental health and education. Thanks so much for following along. Welcome back to another episode. As stated, today is intended to run in tandem with Monday's episode, so if you haven't checked out episode 93 yet, I do recommend that, but you don't have to listen to them in any particular order outside of the fact that one of them is more of the personal experience, and today is a little bit more of how clinically I would engage this with a client. And so one of the starting points is asking the question, what would an adult do? And there's a second, even more important question. What would a healthy adult do? And we're going to pause at several points and ask, what could I have done differently? When we're talking about communication between two or more people, we have to understand that there are different ways we can show up in in the conversation. There are different ways that each participating member can show up in the conversation. And if we are committed to being the right one in the conversation, we will be sacrificing relationship and we will be sacrificing the ability for other people to feel heard and understood and potentially respected. And so what I want to talk to you about today is not about this insistence that in order for a conversation to go well, I have to come out with the power or I have to come out with success or I have to come out with being right. I want to talk through the win of what does it look like to be an adult in a conversation regardless of the conversation's outcome. So in conversation, as soon as we begin to disrespect someone, we are communicating less than healthfully. When we're attacking character, when we're name calling, when we're bringing up the past just for the sake of driving home a point, when we're putting the knife in and twisting it, when we're going for the jugular, when we disrespect someone, we're doing relationship communication incorrectly. When we dehumanize someone, or devalue them. We're just outright doing it wrong. So we got to think through this. And clinically, we use what's called transactional analysis to work with clients. And I have been using this system in my own life again and again to evaluate how are things going in certain relationships and what is my complicity. And that's back to Monday's episode. And so if you listen to Monday's episode, this is the redirect that I use in my own life again and again. What would an adult do More specifically, what would a healthy adult do? And I'm constantly asking myself, what could I have done differently? Now, what could I have done differently doesn't mean how could I get them to agree with me? What could I do next time to get my point across? That's more of an anxiety approach, and that's actually more of a power approach, not what we're looking for here. But when we're talking about what would an adult do, I'm talking about transactional analysis, which means between the people in the conversation, there are three roles that each person can participate in. And so I would have two columns and let's say I put Stephanie at the top of one column and I put Jane at the top of the second column. Under each of us going vertically, I would have the letters P, A, and C. And then under Jane, I would have P, A, and C. So we have two columns where it says the name of someone and then it says P, A, and C. Now P stands for parent, A stands for adult, and C stands for child. A parent in a conversation is one who uses authority. 
They may also use strategies like guilt and shame to get a specific outcome. They could make demands and expect that the listener follows through. Usually they want people to follow through without any pushback. They might use intensity as a tool. Perhaps they use anger. Perhaps they use some sort of intellectualizing and logicking their way to a specific outcome, kind of like badgering someone with facts and statistics and demands and trying to coerce a certain outcome. Maybe they use authoritarian methods, including severe discipline to get specific outcomes. So a parent is going to use tools and strategies that maintain power so that they can get an intended outcome. An adult is someone who is able to stay in the conversation without using manipulative tools. So they stay boundaried. They state their needs. They're able to navigate well when manipulation shows up or when power shows up. They're able to stay present. They're able to stay self-regulated. And if those things aren't true, they can't stay present. They're not able to stay self-regulated. Then they hopefully can push pause and say, I'm going to pick this up shortly. I'm not able to have this conversation right now. And we're going to talk in just a minute about several other strategies to stay in an adult posture. Now, a child uses a whole host of methods to get their way or sometimes to get out of trouble. Sometimes childish behaviors are there just to contribute to chaos. There's things like denial, blaming, engaging in excuses. There might be temper tantrums, explosive anger, redirects, gaslighting. Possibly they resort to things like physical aggression. It's very immature. Now, we're not saying children who do this are immature because developmentally, Those are strategies that make sense if and when you're a child and you're trying to learn how to communicate effectively. But if you're a grown person using these strategies, you're not engaging relationship all that healthfully. So in transactional analysis, we look for the dynamic between two people. So again, let's say I have Steph at the top of one and I have Jane at the top of the second column. And under each of us, I have a P, an A, and a C. And if I'm running this through with a client, I would say, okay, What does it look like in this situation? Were you the parent and they used manipulation and they were kind of more of a child? Like you were using authority and power, they were using childlike antics, or possibly they were using authority and and was I using childlike antics? So now they have the power and I'm the one throwing the temper tantrums. Or we dive into... Was one of you trying to be the adult and the other one was vacillating between the parent or vacillating between the child? The whole concept of transactional analysis is to understand basically what manipulative tools might be used and how to create skills that allow us to personally, hopefully not depend on using manipulation in conversation, but also relationally not to allow other people to overwhelm us with authority and power or with manipulation and childlike behaviors. So we need to get really sad on identifying what is a parent role and what is a child role, and then ask ourselves, how do we stay in that adult role? The desire of fleshing these out so specifically and intentionally with clients is because we have to get savvy at understanding that our role shifts depending on the relationship. So let's say, and and this is true in many client stories, let's say they have a blind deference to authority. So if they're in an organization, they have a blind deference to their boss. In their church, they have a blind deference to church leadership. Possibly in their marriage, they have a blind deference to their spouse. Possibly in their parent relationship, they have a blind deference to their parents. And so they just do whatever is told them. And often that's a very childlike thing to do. So we look at each of those situations and we say, what would it look like to be an adult in that situation? Let's say the client is 18. Let's say they're 25. Let's say they're 40. Let's say they're 60 and they still have blind deference to people. That's a very childlike disposition. So we want to ask, what does it look like to be an adult in this situation? What does it look like to stay boundaried? What does it look like to call attention to manipulation and dismantle it? 
What does it look like to stay regulated? What does it look like to state your needs? And we skill build so someone is able to stay in that particular posture. So maybe you're not someone who is blindly deferential. Maybe you're someone who gets your needs met through manipulation. Maybe you're someone who gets your needs met through crying. Unfortunately, that often is a very juvenile response. Maybe you're someone who gets your needs met through using guilt and shame as a strategy. Maybe you're someone who gets your needs met through hurling insults at someone, right? There's a whole host of ways we might get our needs met, but notice as I'm saying those, those aren't necessarily healthful tools. Those are very childlike behaviors. Those are very immature behaviors. Or possibly you're that person who expects people to be blindly deferential towards you. You expect people to toe the line, not ask questions, not push back, not seek out clarification. So you assume that parent structure and no one's allowed to question you. Or possibly you're the one who is leading conversations with the intellectualization and keeping other people in check by overwhelming them with facts and statistics and not asking for their opinions, not asking them to be contributing members. You're just kind of running the show unchecked. That would be that parent piece showing up. And while that might be effective to get some things done, does it build relationship? No, not usually. So depending on who we're intersecting with, we might in some roles be more childlike. We might in other roles assume power and be more parent-like. The goal is how do I show up in every space I'm invited into and how do I act like an adult? So how do I stay regulated? One of the key ways to stay regulated is slow down the pace of whatever's going on, especially if it's overwhelming. Ask clarifying questions. One of the biggest things is in relational dynamics, everyone's bringing in their own baggage. Everyone's bringing in their own assumptions and their own point of view. And one of the ways we can slow that down is by asking questions like, would you be willing to tell me what you just heard me say? Because I know what I said, but you're responding as though you might've heard it in a way I didn't intend. And so you slow things down enough to make sure we're clarifying definitions, making sure we're on the same page, we understand the goal, making sure we have a shared goal, stating expectations clearly. That's what an adult should be striving towards. When things go sideways, staying in the tension, seeing things to resolution. And if you can't in the moment, press pause, but come back to it because that's what a healthy adult would do. And unfortunately, when things go sideways, we might have to apologize because there are a variety of ways that conversations can play out. And especially as we're trying to recalibrate and become more mature and more refined in our communication, we're not always going to do it perfectly. Two grown-ups bringing in their own stuff, they're not always going to do it perfectly. The healthy and more emotionally well we are, the more we'll be able to stay adult to adult, or at least we will be able to stay in an adult posture and we can invite others to join us there. But communication is going to go sideways, again, because we're all human and we all come in with our own shortcomings. We all have our own quirks. We all make assumptions. We all have expectations. And we get tired and we get hungry and we get stressed out and life happens. Tough things happen. Hard conversations will happen and they can be difficult to have. So we're not always going to do it perfectly. But the goal with clients and the goal in my own life is over time to develop communication skills that will lead me closer to healthy relationships and will dismantle the strategies of using authority and guilt and power. Also dismantle using manipulation and name calling and temper tantrums and crying. And one of the primary starting points is asking what would an adult do? Do. 
And when you have a clear understanding of that, you start to say again, what would a healthy adult do? And in our transactions, in our conversations, we reflect afterwards and say, what would I have liked to do differently? Once you become savvy at this verbiage, you'll also better know who to stay in conversation with. Because if you're going in there with the intention of being an adult and someone refuses to meet you in that space, you're going to have to reevaluate to what extent you're going to have those conversations. And frankly, we might not even be able to call them conversations. They might just be monologues at that point. But you have to be able to, and I have to be able to show up and not use authority and be the parent and not use manipulation and be the child. I want to invite others into conversations where they know I'm showing up as an adult and they are equipped to show up as an adult too. We have to own our responses. If we want to be relationally healthy, we have to stay in an adult posture, regardless of what's going on around us. Thanks so much for taking the time to listen. Please share this content with friends and family. Feel free to connect with Stephanie at healingthroughpain21 at gmail.com. Until next time, be well.